What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Birds at Bush. It's me, Josh, your weekly Cardinals fan fanatic, but realist, and my ride-or-die shotgun, Jordan Maroney. Jordan, how are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Did you call me the realist? No, I'm the realist. Uh, like, I'm realistic about my expectations, things of oh, that nature. Oh, 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 I disagree with that wholeheartedly. <sighs> we can have that debate later. <laughs> we can wrap the show that up with that then. If you don't think I'm realistic, you're, you're, you're talking. You're talking to a guy that gets uh, gets attacked for just stating his opinion on on Cardinals uh, overall, just by saying simple facts. I get attacked for it easy, dude. Always and I right. agree with you. I just I just handle it better than you do. Oh, uh, okay. It's well, my age. Well, it's not my wisdom. <laughs> Well, welcome, to, welcome to the show, guys. Um, you know what? I, I like I like starting off. I like starting off the show just asking a random question, and we just go based off of that for a little bit. Why not? Because it just makes it better, uh, in my opinion. Makes the conversation flow better. Makes it flow easier. Uh, so I have a the question. Uh, so when it comes down to uh, comedy and stand-up uh, comics, which one do you think is the best in your opinion? Okay. There's, there's a ton of them out there. Yeah, man. There's. A, are we talking currently, ever, dead, alive, stick, ever. no stick? Ever. Ever? Stick, stick, no stick. It could be Abba Costello. It could be uh, Richard Pryor. It could be on all that spectrum right there. Dude, that's tough. I have Best all time. I mean, I have, I have, I have one already. Oh, I have like five. Um, Give me your five. I mean, Richard Pryor is obviously right there. Facts. Um, Facts. George Carlin, right there. <sighs> this is really hard. Let's narrow down. I'm a big fan of Robin Williams' stand-up. So I put him up there for me. Um, dude, there's just so many. I'm going to miss so many. I'm going to get hated on so bad for this. Um, you're, you're, missing, so many you're, missing, you're missing one of the biggest ones. Cur uh, he, he is currently, and then he was in the early 2000s. Ooh, uh, Had his own TV still. show. Oh, George Lopez? No. Oh, I was gonna say, well, it matched what you were asking about. Uh, um, Dave Chappelle. Oh God, yeah, see Chappelle. See, I don't <laughs> even think of him as a comedian anymore. That that what? that's a problem. I don't think. Of him wait, as a wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. How do you not think of Dave Chappelle as a comedian? He's bigger than just a comedian to me. Like socially wise and everything. Yeah, like he's he's too big across the board. Um. He he's beyond comedian to me now. Okay, so, okay. I mean, but he's he's a social influence. He, like <laughs> like 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 I think I personally think that he's the greatest. I I find all of his stuff hilarious. Eddie Murphy was great. I mean, I mean, I mean, Eddie Murphy was is a multi-tooled uh, yeah guy. You so I'd have to remove him. Like, well, you don't have to remove him. Because Raw and Delirious were hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like obviously, obviously, I wasn't born, but they were funny. See, 
Cat Williams? Uh, I don't like Cat Williams. What? I don't like Cat. And my wife and I, we were discussing Cat Williams. He's not funny anymore. And when you go back to his stuff, it's decent. I've seen funnier. See, I think Kevin Hart's great. I think Chris Kevin Hart's Hart awesome. Um, like I love Jeff Dunham, and he's the only Van oh. one I like. Love Jeff. Uh, but I think he's I think he's fantastic. Um, I like this new, too. Yeah. Um, the new kid out that I see on Facebook all the time, Matt Reif. That guy is freaking hilarious. Dude, he is he's the funniest guy, new guy I've seen in years. He is so funny. And here's the thing that kills me about it. To me, he looks like a really, really young Cillian Murphy. If you don't know who Cillian Murphy is, he was Scarecrow in the Dark Knight series. And he's also Tommy um, and Tommy, Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Uh, he's been in a bunch of other stuff too. But if you look at Cillian Murphy and you look at Matt Reif, you go, they look like they're related. I mean, he's got the bright blue eyes. He's got the facial structure. It's really creepy to me because I'm a big Peaky Blinders fan. Like, I'm a big enough fan. My wife bought me the triple LP uh, record for my sound system. Um, when I listen to the record, I know what scene, what conversation is going on. Like I'm, I was bigger into Peaky Blinders than I think I am even to the Yellowstone. Uh, you see, you see, I know this is the sad part. I have not watched Peaky Blinders at all. <gasps> Nor, You're doing yourself uh, a disservice. Don't watch your own child. Nor, nor have I ever uh, have I seen uh, Yellowstone. My mom and dad are hounding me on it. My wife seen Peaky Blinders and she loves it. Uh, <sighs> and I just All right, haven't. You have an assignment now. Outside of watching baseball, so we can talk baseball, you have to watch all the Peaky Blinders, which it'll take you a weekend. If you can find that kind of time, like that's how much time you would need this weekend because there's six episodes long and there's six seasons out with a seventh season coming. And then Yellowstone will, I mean, they run those Yellowstone marathons all the time and they take three and a half days to run all the episodes. That, that take, that's a lot of time, man. <laughs> so I'll give you till the all star break. Uh, I can't promise. Get as far as you can in one of them at least. I will attempt to do Peaky Blinders. How's You'll that? love it, dude. It's the, okay. So seasons one and two are really, really, really good. They get you hooked. Season three is good, but it's different. Um, season four is a whole lot of setup for what you think. I mean, there's some big things that happen. Um, season five sets up for this huge, huge, huge ending of season five, and it doesn't go off. And then it sets up for season six. And season six is good, but it's it's more it's it's more of a brain season to me. Like you really got to use your head. You got to know what's going on. You got to understand. You got to follow things to put it all together. Okay. But it, it's really good, man. It, it's for a British show. It hit beautiful. I'll have to give it a. I'll have to give it a watch. Uh, but but this is this this is the main reason why I wanted to bring up stand up comedians. Okay. I don't know how we got on to Piggy Blinders. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. I I don't don't either. 
but like I was saying, like I was saying, we were talking, uh, we were talking about stand-up comics, and there's one in particular that we both mentioned, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy is pertinent to baseball as of right now, but not the comic himself, but the 1912. Uh, oh shoot, what team did he play for? Philadelphia. Was it Phil? Dang it. You know what? I'm spacing out on the team name. Uh, played in 1912, had a 12-game hitting streak at a 20-year-old, and then his record just got broken today, technically, because Jordan Walker is a week older than he is. So, technically, Jordan Walker is the sole owner of that record. So, when it comes down to Jordan Walker's season, the only thing that I want improvement out of, which he hasn't really struggled there, but he's shown some inexperience uh, over in right field. But other than that, I'm sold. I am sold on the fact that he is going to be worth all the hype we heard. Now, am I sold that he will end up being everything we got told that he could potentially be? I don't know yet. Uh, I think as he plays more in the outfield, he'll get better. I mean, he's obviously had a few mistakes, misplayed a few balls. Uh, happens. Yeah, it, the dude's a third baseman converted into the outfield. We all think of the outfield as being an easy position, but at the MLB level, it is not um, by any means an easy position. So give the kids some time. Give the kids some credit. He is amazing at the plate. His recognition of pitches is fantastic. He sees the ball really, really well out of the pitcher's hands. He learns from the previous at bat, which I think this is the reason we're going to see him win rookie of the year this year, because he's going to go into little skids, but I don't think his skids are going to be six, seven, eight game skids. I think we see a skid. I think we're going to see a game, maybe two or three, and he figures it out. Because if you watch this kid, he doesn't typically get swung out or he doesn't typically get struck out on the same pitch twice. I mean, no. he hits the breaking ball really, really, really well. He he's he's learning. He's got a lot. He's got a long way to go. Yeah. But we're um, not saying I, that he's the best player in baseball by any means. No, no, no. But I mean, he is definitely the real deal. He has the potential to be the real deal. So no, I, I'm 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 all in on him. Uh, he's oh. the best player on the team right now. Yeah. Well, Nolan Gorman's also playing very well. Norman Golden's the best hitter on the team right now. Then how can you put Jordan Walker as the best player? Is because the game is a lot more than just hitting the ball. I'm aware, but also we just said that Jordan Walker is not the best defender. Jordan better must be better because he's the one playing and Gorman's not. That's where I don't agree with Ollie, though. I feel like that – granted, Brendan Donovan is a freaking gold glove at every position, <laughs> and and we need to have him play somehow. Yeah. Uh, and and he's in, he's in a tough – Noel Gorman's in a tough spot because his primary position is second base. Technically, it's third base, but third base is occupied by Arenado. Walker's primary position is third base, which is occupied by Arenado. 
And so they both had to learn new positions and everything. And obviously, Brendan Donovan is better than Nolan Gorman at second. That's no oh. question. Brendan Donovan is better at right field than Jordan Walker. That's no question. And so uh, I think I think they're still going based off the analytics from last season uh, with Nolan Gorman splits. So he doesn't fit. They don't face him during le- uh, against left-handed pitchers. They don't do any of that, uh, which. I want to see him attack more left-handed hitters. Uh, I want to. I want them to give him a chance. Uh, but I think Nolan Gorman is easily up there as the best player on our team. Easily. Yeah. I don't disagree with what you're saying, though. Jordan Walker is playing very well. And, yes, when it comes down to uh, – the hitting in big spots, he has not had that moment yet. Which, no, no. Which I cannot wait to see how he does in that moment. Uh, but I, I will I will bring this up. During the game, I did really enjoy uh, it. Uh, one of, like, Jordan Walker striking out. It was, a, uh, it was like four inches off the plate. He gets called for a strikeout, looks at the umpire, and then starts to argue with him a little bit. I'm like, oh. Okay, the rook is out with fire. Okay, because <laughs> most rookies, most rookies just take it, and they just they're like, "All right, can't get can't get too too riled up. My coach will bench me." No, he up and just tell Koozie uh, was that his name? Phil Koozie, whatever. I man, I was I was at work, so I didn't get all the detail. I did see this. this he sucks. He sucks as an umpire, uh, and he has a history of it. But no, it was yeah. fun. It was funny. Uh, he just kept on he, he was arguing with them he has a great eye and he knows when there's a ball and when there's not so i mean he's he should be the real deal um i honestly i mean give him another year or two out there in the outfield but at this point i say as soon as goldsmith's not an everyday player move him to first he's big enough to play first <laughs> He's more than big enough to play first. He's right-handed. Uh, he is a power hitter, and he's athletic, so he should be able to cover that corner and help Nolan out on the throws from third. And then, I mean that that to me just makes sense. Well, I, I will I will say uh, with Shane Shane uh, he drafted he drafted Jordan Walker in our fantasy league, and I think he did it out of like trying to get me to spend more money on him, uh, but I didn't. And I think that uh, he, he is now a fan of Jordan Walker now because obviously we all know that he's going to be rookie of the year. He's out, he's outperforming most rookies. His most competition, his biggest competition is uh, Outman uh, in LA, which you're also a Dodgers fan if you forgot that. Uh, and... I have him on my team. Thank you. I also have Will Smith. <laughs> uh, and then, and then uh, that one uh, Japanese pitcher over in uh, Japanese. Yeah, is he? Yeah, Kodai. Yeah, Kodai yeah. over in uh, uh, New York. That man's a stud. So, I mean, I feel like I feel like that. He's You're missing one more too. That's good in New York. Corp. Oh, who? Who am I missing? Um. Johnny Bretoni or oh Brito, Brito. There you go. Uh, he's he's American League though. 
Yeah, but I was just saying there's there's another one over there in New York. Yeah, yeah. That that guy, he's he's looking pretty good too. And also yeah. Corbin Carroll, he's having a solid season. And even Volpe got off to a uh, slow start, but he's not playing poorly. He's he, that is true. That is true. Wait, uh, before, hang on. What did what did uh? I'm just our... and don't have real faith. <laughs> I have all the faith in Jordan Walker. Walker is living up to the hype, no question. Will the Cardinals live up to the offense they put together, or will they be like the Angels and waste it? That is a fantastic question for later in the show. Fair enough. I, I would say, I love that right now. Oh, I could easily answer that right now, but we do have. If you want to take over for the next part, so what we're gonna do here? If I want to take over, thank you so much for allowing me to. Of course, of course, it's your show. show. It's your show, you know. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> it's our show. Anyways, um, we're gonna take a break real quick. We're gonna hear from the sponsor. When we come back, I told you all we had a special guest coming on. Very special guest, Jimmy Pilato, is coming on from far end of the bench. He'll be here in just a couple minutes. So we're going to pay some bills real quick. Hang in there with us, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Hey, guys. I bought my fair share of cakes and treats for special events. And my friends over at AAA's Treats are always my go-to. AAA's Treats is your locally owned and operated St. Louis area bakery that creates specialty cakes that are great tasting and beautiful to look at. They're great for any occasion, from birthdays to weddings, baby showers, and more. Are you looking for a St. Louis Blues or a Cardinals cake? They can make that play. A specialty themed cake for a special or non-traditional occasion? They do that too. Can't have sugar or eggs? Maybe you need a gluten-free option. Triple A's treats can make that play. So go on over to Triple A's Treats Facebook page, shoot them a message, and make your request. And don't forget, let them know that Josh and the VSN sent you over, and they will get you 10% off your order today. Welcome back, everybody. Jimmy, from far into the bench. You've never met Jordan. Jordan, this is Jimmy. Jimmy, this is Jordan. Um, Jimmy's here to talk. Oh, Jimmy. Cardinals with us. So Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm glad to be on. Nice to meet you, Jordan. Um, we're going to test what I can recall from my baseball knowledge. I have a pretty interesting relationship with the game. Kind of fell out of love with it, and obviously my team has been no help at trying to get me back into it. But I I'm glad to come on. I'm thankful for the invite. Uh, we just, I mean, we we love working with VSN. I believe we're past a year working with them uh, and you guys over there. So even though we have the obvious rivalries between Missouri, Colorado, all of our sports teams hate each other. We always have to try and knock each other out of the playoffs, which we succeeded in that last year. <clears throat> Sorry to bring that up. Wrong show. I know. Wrong show. Yeah, wrong show. But I'm glad that I'm able to come on here and talk a little bit of baseball with you guys. Hopefully, uh, I got to pull up. I don't pay attention all that much. I'm trying to get the standings pulled up. Hopefully, the Rockies aren't already in last place. But that honestly has just become what we expect around here. So glad to be on, boys. Well, I'm sure you still have the pulse on what's going on around there with fans and Rockies fans who are loyal. Um, since you're in that vicinity, um, I know you're a Bengals guy. We can all see that uh, great poster in the back, which was related to our opening for our show last week because we Joe had a full Bird. discussion on Rocky. Joe Shiesty. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so the, the Cardinals and the Rockies just wrapped up their series. The Cardinals took this series. 
when, to be honest with you, it looked like they weren't going to take the series. So, um, did you heard anything about what was going on this week and how the Rockies played? Obvious, uh, honestly, they were excited. I believe that they won a game in the series, right? It wasn't a clean sweep. It was it was two one. They won the first game of the series. Yeah, well, that's that's the mo. We we start the weekend off strong and then just totally peter out and doesn't doesn't really work out for us towards the end of the weekend. Honestly, it was a very big thing to be able to beat uh, the Cardinals at least once in that series. We don't, like I said, we don't really expect much. And you guys have as good of, you know, we've had some fortunate trades here in the Colorado area. As good as those have been, the Nolan Arenado deal still, that's the sole reason Nico and I refuse to try and really follow the Colorado Rockies because you've proven now, if you're the Monfort family, you're not trying to win games. The, the, the team exists solely so that they can have that beautiful stadium. It's amazing if you're ever able to get out there. We went for the All-Star game when it was here last year, but that's really like the pulse of the city is, oh, at least they don't get swept in the series. Hopefully they win. They don't lose 100 games. And I love going to the rooftop for a beer. It's cheap beer. It's it's a nice atmosphere. Nobody really gives a shit. It's honestly all of you away fans that are filling the stadium. That's what keeps the Monforts in power. That's what keeps the, the team afloat. That's how we paid Charlie Blackman's contract. That's how we pay you guys the $50 million or whatever for Nolan Arenado. It's all the opposing fans getting to watch a game at uh, a nice venue. That's it. Well, we appreciate all of our competition going to see the Rockies uh, try to win a game now and then. That uh, would be the best way for me to phrase that, I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's a good try. We're the biggest triers in the MLB. We've been around for like 29 years. I think this is our 29th season. Never won the division, ever. Never come close. That one run we had in 2007, we were a wild card team that got in the playoffs on like 164th game or something. We, we ended up, I think, was that against St. Louis? When Matt Holliday had the slide at home, was that against? No, it was against, it had to be Arizona, I think. I can't remember. But yeah, that's, Rockies, that's so far back, I don't remember. That's like the claim to fame. We all we all have like Rocktober. If you drive around in Colorado, there's like Rocktober bumper stickers still left over from 2007. But even that, that was one of our most successful years. We had an, an ace, an actual ace pitcher, and it just it never goes that way. We never take that next step. They have the money, obviously, but just like there's some weird voodoo about it, and it's it's hard to really find the root cause there's a lot of different causes um but yeah there's a lot is it the cores effect the cores effect it's it's so mental <laughs> it's so stupid like it's mental? yeah yeah it's in the pitcher's heads like i can't throw a fastball up sometimes you can it doesn't always get cranked out of the park just pitch if you're a good pitcher just pitch that's all really that's all that really matters but these guys get in their head i mean i i saw just i played in at the high school level out here but it is like it's a difference. You can just pop one up and it goes forever, 300, 300 uh, feet. And you're like, wow, I barely even touched that one. But at the professional level, you should have the mental toughness to be able to give up a, a crank shot every now and then. It's your home stadium. You should have the advantage at your home stadium. It, it seems like we just we never do, honestly. We have good home records, but it's it kills all of our prospects. And we sell off a lot of our prospects. And you also saw off a lot of your uh, homegrown talent. <laughs> yeah, no, that was like, we uh, had Hall of Famers such as uh, Larry Walker, yeah, uh, Matt Holiday. Thank you. 
Yeah, uh, Nolan Arenado. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I don't think we you sent guys, you anymore. Did you guys get rid of uh, Cargo before he got hurt? I believe Cargo was here in his twilight years. Cargo, uh, I have a special relationship with because they, they like do a Cargo. promo with they do a promo with Taco Bell, where if the Rockies score seven runs, like the Gordita Crunch or whatever is is free the next day. So you get up six runs. There's six runs scored for the Rockies. Cargo is coming up in the bottom of the ninth. You get the entire um, stadium. It was it, the chances. We want tacos. We want tacos. The entire at bat. Once the pitch is thrown. Cargo hits a bomb. Everybody gets free tacos the next day. It's a beautiful thing. So I have a good relationship with him. But, yeah, it's it's the, you know, there's a lot that goes on to it. The The best Rockies pitcher is Ubaldo Jimenez for one season. That is who the best Rockies pitcher is. And it was one season. Oh, shoot. I remember him. Yes. Yeah, the weird windup, the straight arm delivery. He, could have, he had a fireball. And there was a time, too, where we had Billy Wagner as our closer. Like, we had decent teams when I was growing up. Todd Helton, uh, just recently, we had some of the best infielders that are currently in the game. Trevor Story at shortstop, DJ LeMahieu at second, Nolan Arenado at, at third. We had to throw uh, Ian Desmond over at first because he couldn't play the outfield anymore. But, like, we get good. But, yeah, we sell everything away to St. Louis. It's like we're we think that we're a farm team for you all, which I can sacrifice okay. baseball. I can sacrifice baseball to be able to win in the other sports. That's where I'm I'm currently at with my fandom. Fair enough. Can't knock you for that. I mean, if I was a Rockies fan, it'd be hard too, to be positive or want to invest my time into their product they put out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's difficult. I, I mean, you guys have a totally different feeling. I, gotta, I know St. St. Louis is a baseball town, especially now that the Rams are no longer uh, – we, we can commiserate on that together. I don't like the Cronkies any more than, than you all do. Um, he owns your hockey team. This is true. His son runs it, though, not him. Stan is too busy playing tiddlywinks in England with his soccer team or whatever and going back and forth to L.A. But, like, no, there's there's some good things about it. Obviously, every now and then you, you go to a game because it's a cool thing to do. You could buy a $10 Rock Piles ticket out in center field. Um and it was a great venue for the All-Star game. I can tell you that. The MLB, <clears throat> I don't know if it should have been moved that year or if it shouldn't have. We, that's kind of a debate for another time. But it was definitely a good change. Like, the home run derby at elevation is something different. That's what I always set up on MLB The Show. I, I never thought I'd see it again. But it was something else. Vladdy and Shohei and all those guys put on a hell of a show. Mancini. But other than that, like, it's it's rooting for the other teams that come. And most of the time when they come to Colorado, all their other stars are are sitting. I remember we went to a game on Sunday. I think it was against the Red Sox, and, like, nobody was playing. It was the farm team versus the Rockies, and it was a damn close game. That one, we actually had a shot. We were <laughs> this close. No run scored through the fifth inning. We were feeling it. We were on fire. You had hope. It, just that little bit. That's all they give you. Um, they did, Sounds I like mean, a golf round. Yeah, totally. It's a total golf round. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, by the way. So it didn't end up working out for us that day, I don't think. Um, no, I, I, I'm interested. Uh, what is? I, I know that you guys probably talk about it a lot, but I'm, I'm curious to know. What's the perspective about the Cardinals? Are you guys expecting a playoff <laughs> run this year? Or is this like a have to deal with kind of a mediocre season? I don't know what's going on currently. So, Jordan, you open. 
All right. So at the beginning of the season, my hopes were uh, that we were going to be a uh, a second round exit in the playoffs. However, um, unless we don't get what our current situation figured out, obviously it's within the first twelve games. Can't get our can't get to jump into conclusions already. However, if nothing gets fixed, we are probably barely a wild card team at that point because our offense is heavy, but our starting pitching is the absolute dog turd that it is. We're ranked in like we're ranked like 27th in ERA in the whole entire uh league. We're not as bad as the White Sox. The White Sox are horrendously bad uh pitching wise. No which I can't figure out. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't get it. They have a good staff. I just don't understand it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but but no, if this does not get corrected, we're barely a wild card team. Obviously, that's got to affect like the people out there and cuz it's I I see it firsthand with our the Broncos are like the team in our city. And when the Broncos are winning, Everybody's in a good mood, like pizza is cheaper, all of that good stuff. But when things aren't going well, people are pissed off. Like, does that, does the city take on that effect? Uh, do, do the fans kind of, are they, are you guys rallying against trying to get this thing fixed or sitting back hoping that it's going to get taken care of? So, so if you ever, if you ever speak your mind, you have all those diehard fans that think that everything's all rainbows and sunshine. Uh, and there's more of those than there are the realist type fans, in my opinion. Because um, if you say one thing bad against them, you're instantly a Cub fan. Instantly. I've been called a Cubs fan numerous of times. <laughs> and I despise the Cubs. I have a fancy baseball team, and I refuse to roster any Cub because I don't want to root for any of them. I don't ever want to. If they get traded mid-season to there, I'm trading them or cutting them. I don't care. <laughs> I can respect that. Yeah, that's but true no. that's true fandom. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But if we don't, if we don't fix this, then wild card. We're we're basically like what was mentioned earlier. We're the Angels. Offense, nothing else. They they actually have starting pitching. They we don't. They don't have a bullpen, but yeah. we do. <laughs> what do you think, Josh? Killer. So my take is similar to Jordan's. Um, you know, baseball is very much about getting hot at the right time, that team chemistry, that, that locker room aura. So, you know, the Cardinals typically start out slow. May comes in, start playing a little better. They're about a 500 team. June happens and it's kind of hit or miss. July, from the middle of July to the end of the season, the Cardinals are always one of the best teams in the league. It's just it's a way this team works. It's the franchise, the culture. This is how this 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 is set up. So I'm not really worried right now. Um, the Cardinals always go and make a trade when they need to. Uh, usually the situation doesn't seem this dire. Jack Flaherty pitched much better today. Miles Michaelis needs to get his head out of the sand um trash i believe the experiment with um woodford being a starter needs to end and i would call up matthew libertor and give him a shot 
Um, not Dakota Hudson by any means. Wayno needs to come back and come back with a vengeance when he gets back. But, I mean, the starting pitching is is struggling so bad right now. Jordan Montgomery is the only one who's been fairly consistent. Uh, so it, it it's it's tough with our starting pitching. Our bullpen's really our bullpen's pitching fairly well. Uh, see, I, you're, you're higher on the bullpen than I am. I think the bullpen's good. I don't think they're fire right now. They're they're still allowing runs. They're uh, allowing runs because they're always pitching. They don't ever have time to breathe. Okay, regardless, if they were fire, they'd be shutting everybody down. It wouldn't matter. That, that's they, the differentiation of the two descriptions for me. Okay, fair. I mean, that's, that's just it. Fire, you're locking everything up. They are pitching very well for the situations they've been in. Uh, they are pitching too much because our starters cannot get past the fifth inning right now. Um, so, no, I agree with you 100%, Jordan. They're, they're not pitching as good as they could be because they're being overused right now, but it's, it's something that has to be done. So I would say, yeah, bring up Libertor. Uh, be done with the Woodford experiment. Uh, throw him in the bullpen because he's much better out of the bullpen. Um, he was lights out in spring training. That's why he got the opportunity to fill Wayno's role. I still think they're probably a second round exit um, because I, I just believe in what this team can put together. I know we've had first round exits the last few years, uh, but they're due. Jordan Walker's going to get better as the season. Gorman looks really good. Nolan Arnato and, and Paul Goldschmidt are going to do what they do. Uh, Wilson Contreras is my biggest concern at the moment outside of pitching. Um, he still doesn't seem to have settled into his new home as much as he made it sound like he wanted to be here and he's excited for it. Um, and I don't think he's a guy who's shy under the big lights, but he's not, he's not hitting that great. Um, he's not hitting in clutch situations. He is knocking. I mean, he's just, he's not, can he draw walks like, like Yachty used to, can he get on base? Like Yachty used to get get on base. I mean, he's had what five or six walks. Well, well, he's a significantly better offensive catcher, uh, offensive uh, catcher yeah. than Yachty, though. Yeah, no, I, I mean, mean, right now he doesn't look like it. That yeah, was just but, always. But in the was, long haul, yeah, he's better than Yachty. He was the pillar of consistency. Like I was, I played catcher growing up. I was a big Posada guy. That's why I, I kind of follow the Yankees a little bit as well. But Posada and Yachty, like Yachty as a defensive catcher, that was the tape that everyone needed to be watching if you wanted to add something to your game. The way he he took down runners, picked people off, like kept everybody on their toes. That's difficult. Like Contreras stepping in and, and having to replace that kind of a, a pillar of the franchise, that's no easy feat. And it's good on him for, for – he's obviously got the alpha personality, but like it's tough. And I feel like it's early. Like you said, baseball is such a marathon. We, we're not even close to the first leg of, of the first lap. So there there's plenty of time. But that's just my – what I was concerned about with the Cardinals going into the season is how do you replace a guy like Yadier who calmed down the infield so much? So that, that was kind of the other part of where I was going to go. Um, we're seeing, like, I got to applaud Contreras on the fact that he skipped the WBC to go to spring training, to be with his new team, to, to try to develop some rapport with the pitching staff. And I'm sure some of that was accomplished. It doesn't look like as much was accomplished as what I had hoped. Um, you know, I really tried to buy into Contreras in the offseason because I was so against getting him in the first place. Um, but he's a Cardinal now. He is he has done away with his allegiance to Chicago. He has thrown some shade at Chicago. So I'm going to give the guy a chance. Um, but I'm, I'm 
I expected to see a little bit more of that bat up front. Uh, I don't think he should be hitting in the five hole until he really gets it going, but there's no real other spot to have him because when this lineup goes, it goes. Um, he has drawn some walks here and there, but he's not hes not getting on bases the, at the clip I would like. Defensively, there is a little bit of a problem. I, I don't think in the last decade plus, I don't think I've ever seen so many pitchers shake off so many pitches. Um, and he's not even close defensively to what Yachty was, uh, in my opinion, at this point. I've seen a couple too many pass balls, a couple, couple things that, you know, Yachty wouldn't have screwed up, at least in his prime. But I'm going to give the guy time. I think he'll come around. I, I think the city seems to be supporting him at the games. So he's got to feel good about that. He's not getting – I don't feel like he's getting a lot of pressure. But he did sign a good-sized contract for a Cardinals player. Um, he's got to live up to that paycheck, in my opinion. And right now he's not there. But I'd say give him until the end of May, Memorial Day weekend or so. Makes sense. Jordan, you disagree? No, I um... – I, I I agree with your defensive take, but it's very difficult to compare Yachty's defense to any other catcher's defense. It's, it's pretty much just nitpicking at that point, in my opinion. Nobody's going to be up to that standard. I feel like right. We could take the we could take the defense out of it, but like what you guys are talking about with pitching staffs and not being able to get past seven, a really good catcher that that is in tune with his pitching staff, the more comfortable he gets. That's where that – I feel like there's going to be a big uptick at some point. You're going to start to see, oh, these guys trust him. They're going with his calls. And once you get that trust built, that's where you start to see the improvement of the starting pitchers not having to dig as much into your bullpen. Right now it's, it's basically weather the storm. Get to that point where these guys actually trust Contreras because they, they're not used to him. But it, that would be where – He's got to take that next step. Maybe not the defense as much, but getting the pitching staff down and getting the pitching staff to oh pitch over their heads because that's what a good catcher does. You get more well, out of your guys than than what what you expect. Well, we're not. We can't. We we were getting. We were getting Contreras not to replace Yachty. We're just getting Contreras because we needed a catcher because we can't really replace Yachty. Yachty is all in all better than Contreras. The one thing that Contreras has on him is that Contreras has a significantly better bat than he did. Um, and defensively, no. Like, you can't you can't touch him. You can only get close to replicate it. And the thing that the thing that Contreras really needs to work on though, just like what Josh said, he does need to work on his uh his defense and really just calm down and trying to try so hard to to do something better. I feel I feel like he's trying a little bit too hard. I saw I saw a comment that said that uh, he is trying too hard to prove himself. He just needs to let the game come naturally to him, like he did in Chicago. And I hope it happens sooner than later, man. Uh, this one, I, I want to see him do well. Um, I just I, I just I think if it all comes together, and, and Jimmy, you're gonna hate me for saying this. I'm not trying to rub it in your face or anything. Um, if this comes together at the right time, this is going to look a lot like the 2019 St. Louis Blue Stanley Cup year. They were really, really bad all the way through the season up until the break, yeah. and they came out of nowhere and they ran. That was my first coach. ever watching hockey too, and and I and I and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Blues fan, 
And then right when the all-star break happened, I was like, we're in last. Oh shoot. I picked the worst team in, in, in the NHL. And then, Oh, we're in the Stanley cup. Awesome. <laughs> I just think it could be one of those. It's, it's, it's all got to click and it's not there. Um, I think there's another problem right now, um, but I don't really want to dive too deep into that with you, Jimmy, because I'm sure you have no idea what I'd be talking about at that point. I appreciate so, that. Don't make me look dumb on your show. No, never, never would do that. I mean, you're going to do that to me when I come on yours. So, yeah. um, but it, you know, it's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely have you on to talk playoffs once, once the first round gets underway, even though you're not going to have a dog in the fight. Now you get to see it as an outsider. Which, you know what, I don't mind it. Um, with hockey, hockey, the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best playoffs to watch um, as a fan. Uh, if you don't have a dog in the fight, you can still pick somebody or you can just enjoy hockey because hockey is amazingly fun to watch. It's, in my opinion, one of the most entertaining sports as a fan. Um, yeah. But, no, I'm kind of looking forward to the playoffs. It's going to be a few different teams this year. Seattle's getting their first bid in. Um you know, the, the East looks strong. The West looks really strong, too. So, you know, it, it'll be fun. I'll be I'll be happy to come on and give you a little bit of time because I haven't watched the Blues game in three weeks. It's okay. They're, they're basically done now anyways. They're in Cancun. They're go, they're off in the summer already. I mean, well, technically. Cancun is fun. <laughs> Cancun is fun. If you don't get to the dance, work. you might as well get vacation early. Like, that's I the know, best part. I know. Get paid millions of dollars to go on vacation right afterwards. I'm cool with it. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, as long as they're all home after the week, uh, the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend and they're working on their game, I don't care what they do until then. Yeah, I mean, who wants to be the Edmonton Oilers and lose in the conference final? Like, you missed out on all this time of summer break, and you're going to have to get right back at it. And you didn't come – you didn't win a game in that in that series. You know, I don't know if we have any Canadian baseball fans listening, but the Edmonton Oilers last year got embarrassed. The Blues were our only test, so I'll give you guys that. The Blues were that, – that's what got us to the Stanley Cup. That's what got over, got us over the hump of actually winning the, winning the damn thing. So I appreciate that, giving being able to use that hatred and that rivalry that was pointed in so many directions. We we, we appreciated that. We benefited big time. Just like – No, you, you know, guys did. And we had to make that trade. You guys had to lose the playoff series so that we could give you Aaron Otto and pay half of his contract. Sure. That makes Gomber. you feel better about it. And give you Austin <laughs> Gomber and some other players that you guys just got – uh, rid of just recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, it was, they were never a part of our our plan. You think we're going to rebuild around guys that we got in a trade for our best player? No. Why would we no, ever you, do that? You do know they went out and got Chris Bryant, right? Dude, that guy got, got lost a third of the season by the the damn bed. A stupid ass stiff bed is what cost him. The the radio local radio in Denver was calling him Iron Man. Ironically, obviously, but whenever they would talk Chris Bryant, the engineer would start playing Iron Man in the background because the dude did not play for two full months of the season, it seemed like, because he had a stiff neck. He didn't get good sleep on the road. He, he couldn't do it. And he's the only guy that I've seen have less pop playing in Coors Field on his, on his bat. Chris Bryant did nothing for us. I, I hated that move from the start. Why, why would we give up a guy in his prime for somebody who won a, a World Series but hasn't done really anything afterwards? Makes no sense. Get the guy that's hungry. We had him. And he didn't even take a player option. We we had him. We had just resigned him. It's still painful if you can't tell. Didn't he ask for a trade? No. He said that so before they re-signed the new contract, 
he basically gave them the ultimatum, like, prove to me you you want to go in hard into the playoffs. You want to make this run. Basically, what the fans have been telling the Monforts forever, they went out and made the playoffs in a year that they were not expected to at the time when they were renegotiating the contract. We signed him for longer and gave up the money that I didn't think we were going to be willing to give him to get him back. And then we trade him like six months into that new contract. It, it made. Was it that soon? It was so it's, it might as well have been, we didn't get anything out of him afterwards because the season after he was, he was producing, but the team had just fallen apart. Like it's, it's a place where we don't care about winning. We just care about people coming and enjoying a nice time. Baseball oh, is, is optional. The wits. It's not that bad. I mean, we don't have it that bad. Uh, no, nothing else to add on, on that. That's just that's the state that we have to live in. Unfortunately, everything yeah. else is great. I love Colorado. Just, just don't stand. I can't stand baseball season. It causes it's more traffic part. for it is, but it causes more traffic everywhere that you want to get to. You can't get through downtown on game days. There's so many people that are in Cubs jerseys here. It's when we have a home series against the Cubs, I think the entire city of Chicago emigrates for like a weekend. I am dead. <laughs> I honestly think like they all just go, okay, let's move Chicago west. Let's go southwest. We're going to be Colorado for a weekend, and then we're all going back. We're going to move the bikini bottom and push it somewhere else. If you guys ever seen SpongeBob, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I instantly, I instantly thought of SpongeBob on that one. I'm it's where they're going my- against – the Alaskan bullworm. Yeah, episode. I'm glad you got my reference. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Sorry, guys, I'm too old. Somewhere Turned else. into it. It's not therapy because there's no there's no no good thing to come out of this. What what good is going to come out of this? The Monfort sell the team. That'd be nice. That would be the best thing. Best thing. Best thing ever. No, but this is a good chance. <laughs> your listeners that are so worried about the Cardinals just know it can be worse. It's very easy that it can it can get worse. So enjoy what you have, and then just expect that it'll get better. It always does. You guys always figure it does. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you you as in not the not Colorado, not the Rockies, Rockies organization. We're just fine. Status quo. Laissez faire. Hands off. Don't touch me. Yeah, but at least you know the NFL will never take your football team away. Very true. We we can thank Mr. Bolin. Rest in peace. He's it's never leaving. And now uh, Mr. Walton is going to make sure, even though like they're jacking the prices up so high, they they are trying to make every bit of that 9 billion or whatever they, they spent on the team back. They're going to make it back in ticket sales. We've been season ticket holders for like 30 years. It's to the point where we're like, damn, this is quite a bit of money to be, to try and keep these seats. We obviously are, are going to try and do everything we can to keep them. But like it, the new owner, I didn't expect this. We've been complaining for so long. Now there's other complaints. Like, like I said, it can always be worse. Never expect that it can't get worse. Hey, Jimmy, I know I only asked you for like 25, 30 minutes. Or, uh, so if you need to go, I completely understand, brother. Uh, you guys got to get talking about actual baseball. So I appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching the show live now, our podcast drops tomorrow, Thursday morning on VSN and our own feed. We're, we have a YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe over there as well. Follow us at FEOTB Pod, which is in our bio. I appreciate it. Jordan, it's good to meet you. Talk some nice sports. Nice to you too. We'll, we'll have you guys on our show because we got we, – with the playoffs happening, we're going to have a lot of live show opportunities. So expect a lot of messages like, can I get you for 15, 10 minutes? 
we got to get another opinion on here because Nico and I, we have some uh, burgundy and blue tinted glasses sometimes, and he's he's worried about the Nuggets playoff run. So we got a lot of a lot of things that we're going to be covering. So appreciate it, uh, boys. Nugget, Nuggets in game past the second round. Ooh, I'm I'm really upset. Nico couldn't come on tonight now because if he, he hearing that that would have been triggering. He would have been he would have been triggered. He might have left on his own. That that's those are fighting <laughs> words for him. The West is I wide just, open, but. The East is going to have the champion. It's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Just as long as we get get past the Western Conference Finals, I'm glad. As a, I'm a very new Nuggets fan, if we can just get to the Western Conference Finals, win, and finally make the the NBA Finals, then I'll be good. This team is in the well. If you guys the make right the spot. NBA Finals and facing the Bucks, you guys, I, I feel like the I'm Bucks good with are that. unbeatable at this point. In my I'm opinion. good with a five game series. Just give me one game in the finals. That's all I ask for. <laughs> one game at Ball Arena. That's as much as I can expect. Then we'll get Luca next year. We'll start worrying about NBA titles next year. Fair. Hey, you make sure you tell Nico I said what's up. I'll be sure to do that. We appreciate you guys. I haven't seen you guys forever. Oh, yeah. No, we, we got to get everybody back on, on the show. Um, but we'll get you guys on. I appreciate you having me. Hey, not a problem. Thanks for making time. Have a great night. See ya. So. So. That's Jimmy. That's Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Jimmy's been around. Yeah, um, we brought him on, him and Nico on a little over a year ago. They put out some fantastic content, especially if you're, you need to catch up on your West Coast setup. They cover a little bit of everything. Jimmy does cover the Bengals all the way from Denver um, when he's got the Broncos right there. So I, I that's a Jimmy thing. I don't know, whatever. Um, but let's let's – I, I got I got a hot take that oh. uh, that TBG is gonna really appreciate uh, because he agree and because he agree because I finally agree and I finally comprehend what he's saying. Um, we need a trade for starting pitching. That's a fact, right? Am I wrong? Can I get an amen uh, on that? I didn't disagree with you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All, right, all right. All right. All right. Who we need a trade? Some high-end prospects and a high-end prospect that will give us a high-quality pitcher. All right, who are you talking about? Would be a shortstop that's currently playing in Memphis named Mason Wynn. Nope. Can I hear your reason? No, he, he's he's going to be the other, other half of Jordan Walker. Okay, explain. That's your that's your next core. So at this point, and this is going to contradict a lot of things I've said in the past. So don't burn me. My opinion's changing with new information. Fair enough. Uh, my opinion, my opinion's been changing too. So it's fair because I at first I was all off on not trading uh, Mason Wynn. Then I started thinking about it. Obviously, I don't want to. Don't want to. However, to get us that next ace. Might have to, but continue. okay. So the future is because we have our core for the future. It is Walker, yep. Wynn, Donovan, mm-hmm. Gorman. Mm-hmm. That's your four. That's your four man core right there. You got pitching coming up, which is Graceffo, McGreevy, Libertor. Now, are any of those guys going to be an ace? Probably not. Are they going to be solid twos and threes, hopefully? Yeah, 
at worst a four or a five, but you still got to have a four and a five in your rotation. So there's your core. Plus you got Tink Hints coming up in probably two or three years. He how quick he, he gets. Control. He could be an ace. He could be an ace. Could. 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 But he's gonna end up having Tommy John surgery probably before he turns twenty two. Damn. He's gonna end up probably losing a little bit of that speed. And it's look at it. This look is, at how many young pitchers who throw like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is me being realistic. Okay. Look at how many look at Jordan Hicks. Jordan, didn't he have to have his elbow reconstructed or something, or was it Tommy John? I think he had TJ. Okay. So yeah, and he was like what, twenty two? It's because these young kids who can throw this hard and this fast at that young of an age before the body is completely developed, you're doing some wear and tear on those on those ligaments and those joints and everything. Well, Tink hints those just as hard, if not harder, and will continue to get throw harder and harder and faster and faster because he's still what 18, 19 years old. I think he's nineteen. No, yeah, I, I think he's eighteen. He's eighteen. I, you know, I knew he wasn't twenty yet, so he's only going to get bigger, faster, and stronger. So there's gonna there's a a potential that he could damage that shoulder or that elbow before he ever makes it to the big leagues and have to have surgery and recover. So I mean, it depends on how you look at it. If you if you believe that those guys are gonna be your core for the next eight years and you're gonna do everything you can to sign all these guys to contracts, you can't be willing to give all of them up or a pair of them up. If you want to give up one. Um, it's not going to be Mason Wynn, in my opinion. I'd rather give up. I'd give up McGreevy and probably Gorman to go get an ace pitcher. And here's why, because we've kind of already talked about this. What is Gorman's natural position? Third base. What is he trying to do? Play second. Donovan's already a gold glove utility player that plays second. Tommy Edmonds is second baseman by nature. Well, technically he was a shortstop that went to second base and is now back in shortstop. Yeah, Yeah, but he's – let's be honest. His arm's not quite strong enough to be an all-star shortstop in the MLB. He's better off at second for our purposes. Um, Mason Wynn is the shortstop that would be coming up if Edmonds even still here at that point, which I really think that Edmonds will get traded here sooner than later. Uh if you don't end up moving Walker into first base and you keep him in the outfield, you still got to go get a first baseman, which you're going to need a good first baseman. Center field's got to get it figured out. It's not going to be Tyler O'Neill. Is it going to be Dylan Carlson? Is there some prospect we're unaware of that can play outfield right now for us or are we going to go trade for somebody? And then you got left field, which I don't really care about left field. We got Burleson over there. Hell, Burleson could be a trade piece too at this point because he's he he is a trade piece. We're, I mean, we're, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I think, but I didn't want to be like too hard on the guy. Um, so I mean, if I had to package two or three guys together with including Burleson with two other dudes, and that can get me a, a, a solid number two pushing number one pitcher, I'm fine with that. I, I would trade Tyler O'Neill. And and McGreevy, I mean, I'd throw Tyler O'Neill in a trade package. I'd throw Dylan Carlson in a trade package. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade win. Okay, so so the reason why I would uh, consider trading win, I would trade. So I would I would I would look at Tampa Bay, and I would uh, offer up probably. Uh, Mason Wynn, 
and then another uh, pitching prospect. Either Which McGree- one? Like maybe McGreevy, probably McGreevy, and target Tyler Glass now. Tyler Glass now is not an ace, but he is better than every single one of our pitchers on our staff. We 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 are our team. Our offense is literally top three in baseball. Our offense is top three in baseball and pretty much almost every category minus home runs. We are top three and we are losing games because we cannot hit uh, because we cannot pitch or have a pitcher pitch till the fifth inning. It's just not feasible. We really just need to focus on, on getting that, that next set of pitchers. Like we really need that one or two pitchers that we really need. No, I do not want Snell. That guy sucks now. I, I was really high on him, but no, he's not that good. <laughs> but, but we really just, we, we trade Mason Wynn. that gives us a, pretty high-end pitcher but if we trade tommy edmund we get like a three or four we trade nolan gorman we get a three or four we we uh obviously we're not trading walker burleson if we do burleson and somebody else that gives us a three and four maybe a two i'd probably say a four or five right right and i'm thinking high i'm thinking highly on that one and and when and what the Cardinals are doing right now, I think, I think they're just showing off their trade pieces at the early part of their season on their offense. They're really, they're really hammering, giving Burleson some time to play. They're really hammering uh, Ty, uh, Modder for some reason. Uh, yeah, I don't and, get that one. That was going to be something I was going to talk to you about. Right, right, right. I don't get that one. But, and... I don't want to trade him, but Gorman's playing in, insane right now offensively. Like, like you can't – we really just need to focus on pitching and give up something. I know, I know we've been bit in the butt. I get it. We've been bit in the butt with these stupid trades. We gave up Sandy Alcantara. We gave up Zach Gallen. Uh, we gave up Randy a Rosarina, and we gave up uh, Adordas Garcia. Uh, Garcia, I get it, and it's and that's why we're very hesitant on these prospect sells. But that's exactly why I'm hesitant. <laughs> but that's we the exact still, reason. If we had all those guys right now, would we be in the position we're in? Absolutely, oh, freaking not. Oh, if we had Sandy Alcantara, we're good. Like there's no question about it. Like, we're not we, don't, in this we wouldn't position. we wouldn't be we would not be in this position if we had Sandy Alcantara. So like so I got I gotta stop you for just a minute and interrupt here because we're getting too far back in the comment section. I gotta answer something. Okay, yeah. So Shane, Shane, you're wrong. The opportunity is not now because we are too many pitchers away from trading just a couple prospects and maybe Goldschmidt to go get pitching. We're Why two are we years thinking of trading Wolves. Goldschmidt? Because, uh, I, well, hold on. We're going to get to that, too, because that was another comment. That's what I was like, hold yeah. on. we got to stop. Because yeah. um, I appreciate these guys jumping into the conversation with us, and I want to give them their respect. Of course, of course. Um, so, Shane, no. The opportunity to win is not right now. We are too many pieces away. If we were 
a pitcher away, I would probably agree with you, but I disagree with you. Michaelis, Wainwright, Woodford, um, Montgomery could be a solid guy to get us to a deep run. Flaherty, if he's on like he was today, could be, and he can go longer, eat more innings. But Michaelis ain't getting us there. Hudson ain't going to be a part of it. We don't know what Libertor is going to be. We don't know how Wayne is going to be when he comes back. No, the opportunity is not now. Our bullpen would be fine, so we don't need a reliever either. Our bullpen would be fine if they weren't having to overpitch right now. But they're pitching very, very good for what they're dealing with. Now, TBG has a good comment here. He said, Gorman went another prospects to build a better staff. That's the one I disagree with him. I would sell high on Gorman, but Shane, no, Shane said trade Goldschmidt, move Walker to first. And I, I would be fine with that because that would go get us an ace pitcher. No, and that would go good. That'd be, that'd be a baseball trade one for one that could go get us an ace or a very, very strong number two. And it would probably even get us a little bit, maybe not a lot younger, but a 30 or 31 year old. That's got a little bit of time left. So that's how I could trade Goldsmith. I don't think Goldsmith's untouchable like Arenado is. Arenado's not going anywhere. But also, no. uh, also, I don't think Goldsmith's going anywhere. I don't think he's ever going to get traded. I, I think the only way that he's going to be off the team is when his contract's expired. Him and him and Nolan have such a great dynamic. Nolan would not be happy with that trade personally. I know it's a business, but like. Like, like, obviously, this uh, this this season, we know one pitcher's available for trade, and obviously, that's uh, that's Otani. When you think of when you think of a package for Otani, what does that package look like for you? Because you don't want to trade win, you don't want to trade. Uh, we don't have a package for Otani. Okay, fair, fair. I'm straight up. I mean, if you want to go free agency, they might go throw him $400 million for 12 years. That's not enough money for him. He, he lost millions upon millions of dollars to come play in the MLB and it, on, in the first place anyways. It's not all about money to this guy. Does he? Could he really get more? Yeah, but if he found the right team, which St. Louis is not the right city for him because he probably wants to be on one of the coasts where he's going to be a little bit more comfortable – I mean, it's it's going to be stupid anyways. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm not getting my hopes up for it. I don't think it's going to happen. But there's another pitcher out there that you're completely not thinking of right now, and it's Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns right now has made it very clear, or at least appear, that he wants out of Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not trading him to St. Louis. So now, I agree with you. But at the same time, you're not thinking about this in a complex way enough. Complex enough way. Um. Three team deals happen all the time in sports. Fact. Not as often as they used to, but it's the Cardinals go and they say, hey, we'll trade you X, Y, and Z, but we need you to go get Corbin Burns and trade those Burns. It just happened this year in hockey with a goalie, Jonathan Quick, actually. Oh, so he got traded? These, yeah, he got traded to Columbus, and then before he ever played a game for Columbus, he got traded to Vegas. Oh, that's sad. No, it was a it was a setup deal. I know, I know, but he was good. I know that. 
<laughs> he was good. He was one of the best American goalies to ever play the game of hockey. Um, but I'm saying that that would be how you get the Corbin Burns done, but he's going to be out there. there that, that's something you can work for. I think he's tanking this year on purpose. Like, I have him. He was my first overall pick in, in fantasy. He, he just done, balled yeah. out last night. Okay, fine. He balled out last night. I didn't check his score last night because his, <laughs> his first two – his first two starts, he got me a total of eleven points. A lot of a lot of pitchers are struggling right now, though. You, yes, you, like, a lot of them are. Like, but it's like Corbin like, Burns. Yeah, yeah. Well, are you, okay. So Sandy Alcantara, he didn't do well his first two. Well, his first. No, game. he did fantastic. Then, his first then, two games, he got no, blown up no, last night. No, he he went off his second game where he had that complete game, and then the first game he had he gave up like. Uh, five runs or something like that, and then he got just yeah, got really? blown up. Do we give up on him now? I didn't say give up on it. You're making an argument for like Jack Flaherty and Miles Michaelis right now. No, right? no, I'm I'm just uh, hang on. Are we saying that he's tanking, or are we saying that he's not good? No, he's on a very bad team. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, he can't do it all. I mean, the only times he does it all is when he goes a complete game and shuts the team down. I mean, you got to have offense to win the game. We have the offense right now. We don't have the pitch. We can't get Sandy Alcantara. We're not going to get a Garrett Cole. Um, There's no Scherzer. There's no Verlander. Uh, We're not going to get Dylan Cease. I mean, so I'm looking at what could happen. With as rare as it may be, that would be the way we get Burns. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, Tommy is impossible. Burns, at least there's a backdoor chance, however highly unlikely it may be. (laughs) <laughs> so I mean I'm with you. I don't mind glass now. I, I mean I don't I think that's too much to give up for glass now. Um glass now would be I, dope. I mean that'd be fine. Um I don't know. I just Wynn showed too much promise in spring training and he's gonna have all year in triple A this year to get better. Like the bat is everything is the complete opposite of what they said it was at the end of last year. He is struggling right now. To, Hits. He is struggling. Is he struggling now. right now? Yeah. He he has like he he's like six for like thirty some. Okay. And, so we'll see he, what happens. And he, and he just had back to back error nights. Ooh, that hurts. But uh, no, Jermaine Marquez uh, would pitch well in St. Louis. He would because he's a great ground ball pitcher. He had his eight of his first nine outs the day he pitched against the Cardinals when he was holding them down were ground ball outs. So you're right. That would be a good Which is pickup. what you have to do in course. <laughs> exactly. But it would but what would it do? It would work extremely well with the defense we have set up with St. Louis. Right. So I've actually considered that Shane because I had him on my fantasy team as well. Um until he just went on the IL. So no, I mean that that would be an easier one to orchestrate to get over here. I think we could give him Hudson and some other trashy reliever we have. That I, I I I now I understand what uh what Jim was talking about when it comes down to Joe Adele. Now I get it. I was reading that comment and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then when Shame brought that up, I get it. This it's just like the uh, Joe Adele being one of the high end prospects coming into the uh, coming into baseball, and then. Uh, Angels had all these opportunities to trade him to build around Trout and Otani, and he does not pan out whatsoever. 
and he's not that good. And I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying Mason Wynn's going to be bad, but what like you just got to take that chance. And I know we've been bit in the butt numerous of times. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If they fool themselves three, four more times, we're never trading I mean, what's the prospect the point ever. You? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if if you believe in one like you believed in Jordan Walker. If they believe in Mason Wynn the way they believe in Jordan Walker, they cannot trade him. Not unless it's an Otani type of trade. And no, I don't think Wynn fetches Otani. I'm not making that comparison. Even though Wynn could be the next Otani, if he, they really do let him pitch, he'd be a shortstop that pitches. Oh, jo- this just then, Josh just compared Mason Wynn to uh, Shelly Otani. Everybody roast him. Yes, roast <laughs> me, roast me. I'm saying, no, I'm not saying that's what he's going to be. I'm saying he could be the next thing like an Otani. Um, but dude, it'd be awesome if he came out and he was that kind of a player. He's not a home run hitting guy like that, but you know, his OPS for his career, OPS plus for his career was near 200 or something. Cause he just always got on base. That'd be fantastic. And, and, uh, and so, and so what, what do we get go after? I don't know yet, man. It's too early in the season to tell because, like you said, too many pitchers aren't pitching well it, right now. It, it it is very early. Like, yeah, yeah. There's there's quite a few aces that are not pitching up to their norm, which I find is okay. They get the they get they get an easier pass because they're a proven ace. But the cardinal pitchers are not aces, and they don't get that pass mainly because they're mid grade or lower, and the Cardinals are like, no, they are good. We are going to be successful with them, and we are not. Man, it was very, very Loganish of you. Oh, oh, being real? No, your delivery. Um, yeah, he does. Well, he – yeah, no – TBG, yeah, he's got a little bit of a high ERA, but I think he's never had a great, great defense behind him. So um, it might get better in St. Louis. Yo, that's true. Kelnick (laughs) went freaking off the walls in Wrigley. Oh, yeah. Didn't he have like 10 RBIs? (laughs) And three home runs? The man went off. And people just – people shut him out. So, I mean, anything can happen, but I mean, I need at least the whole first month of April to figure out, you know, what do we really have? Who can we get rid of? Who can we go get? What's realistic and what's not? Um, But Gorman needs to keep rocking and rolling. Um, Walker needs to keep rocking and rolling. And I mean, if that happens, it's going to come together. This is a warm weather team. Like I said, they get better throughout the season. I'm not too worried. I mean, the pitching, yes. The pitching needs to get better. As yes. long as the offense continues, the Cardinals will go out and get another pitcher or two pitchers. Like, they're not just going to sit on their hands all season. They can't. Hey, hey. DeWitt does not like opening up his wallet. Yeah, but Mo does a pretty good job of fleecing other teams out of players we need. Yeah, when it comes down to trading, but then when it comes down to offering contracts, 
absolute garbage. That man has a horrible negotiation uh, uh, factor with him. I couldn't think of the right word. Yes, they sat on their hands all offseason because that's what they do, but they always do something in season. They do. They sit on – They all they got was – okay, I'm happy for it. Not going to lie. I'm happy that we got Wilson Contreras because Andrew Kisner as our everyday catcher would be trash. I'm happy that we got Wilson Contreras, that that's all we did. And then they're like, oh, are you guys ha- – you guys aren't happy that we did this? Why are you guys so mad at us? Because we had a glaring weakness that you guys did not care to improve upon. We got Jose Quintana, who's good. I really liked him. We let that man walk for cheap. Don't know man, why. He still hasn't thrown a pitch this year. But that injury injuries are a part of baseball. And I agree with you. I'm just he, saying you can't you can't dog like this is okay. So when so when we had all those pitchers that were available for free agency for us to sign, some of them are hurt. Big whoop. Who cares? You sign them so you can show that you are trying to build a great pitching staff. Like Carlos Rondon, for example. I wanted that man so badly. Yes, he's out for a long, expended amount of time because of his shoulder. You cannot, you cannot tell me that signing him would be a waste of money because he hurt his shoulder pitching. That's a I'm- part of the game. Chris Sale, you really can't get mad at him for being unhealthy. But you can at some point. Because that man's constantly hurt. Let's say that was a bad, bad choice. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad choice. I don't know why I said that one. Um, okay, so oh, I'm not mad or, at or, p- or a pitcher that gets Tommy Johns. I, I, I never said I was. You, you totally took what I said and twisted it and ran with it. Sorry, so sorry. you're going to be corrected now. And I love sorry. you and I appreciate your sorry. thought because you're sorry. correct. Sorry. You're 100% correct. You cannot get mad about a baseball player getting hurt having a baseball injury. 100% agree with you. I was only saying Quintana got hurt. If we would have signed him, our position right now at this point would be no different because he hasn't pitched yet. That's all I was saying. We just have another pitcher out right now of the rotation, and we'd have some other kids called up, which maybe Libertor would be up or something, and he'd be pitching. I don't know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. But, um, no, I'm with you 100%. Can't be mad at Quintana. I wanted Quintana to be here too. I just know right now if he was on the roster – I wouldn't have seen him pitch it. Right, right, and That's all. but but was his was his a uh, baseball injury? I was under the impression it was. I don't really know since he's not our player. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, hang on. The Pirates, to be fair, are putting out a fun product. I think so. It 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 was Cruz's fault why he got hurt. He slid so late right into that guy's leg, and then broke his ankle. At, he slid late, but the Pirates the Pirates are a fun team to watch. They're so young. They're not good, but they're young and fun. I enjoy it. Uh let's go through let's go through some of these. I don't know where he went. He just killed his own feed or his battery just died. We'll see if he comes back. Um see there he is. He just hit a button. I yeah, I just hit a button. Uh <laughs> Um, Thank you. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. What 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 happened? Oh, hold on. He's not talking to me. Never mind. Who was he talking to? He said blame the victim. Typical misogynistic reply. 
I know it was. I knew it was sarcasm, Jim. But yeah, like our, like, like our, like, like we have a glaring weakness that was evident last season. Nothing. I agree with you. I mean, I I agree. I agree with everything. Nothing about it. I'm just why I just trust history. I trust what history has shown us. This is a new age, man. I don't care. I don't, this isn't Whitey Ball can't. with all those speedsters. And it, and it could be with the team they have. It could be with the guys they have on the roster. That's the problem. Don't even get that's – that's for a whole other episode because we are an hour and 16 minutes in. <laughs> man. What are you doing? I got Trying blurry. to refocus your camera? Yeah. You can keep talking. Is that how it works, though? Because when mine does that, I just let yeah. it go. And it yeah, we're good. Focuses in. Cool. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, I don't disagree with you. I just think I have a different view on how it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my pitching is actually fantastic on my uh, fantasy team. Like, my pitching is actually pretty dang good. But 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 you're trying to yeah. run you're trying to run the Cardinals like it's Jim's fantasy team. Jim does not care about pitchers. He got lucky with Marcus Stroman on his team, but that's all he has, and he typically doesn't care for pitching. No, no, you know what? I ran. I drafted my team like they, it was the eighties because I Legacy have my eighties. So you got yeah. speedsters. So I've got Wander Franco. J Rod, Randy Rosarena, Jordan Walker. I mean, those are my quick guys, but I got big bats. I got Will Smith, Ty France, Luisa Reese, Nolan Arenado, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I've got Gorman on the bench. I got Duvall from Boston, who's been killing it. Who's uh, hurt now? Who's hurt now, yeah. Um, my pitching's stacked, though. I got Corbin Burns, Pablo Lopez, Spencer Strider, um, Zach Eflin, who's hurt. Kyle Gibson from Baltimore, who's been pitching really well. I got Minter and I got Chapin as relief pitchers. I got Michael Walker and I got Steele from Chicago on there just because I needed another body. He's a pitcher who I don't know. And I got Martinez from the, from the Padres. My my relief pitching is probably the best in our league. Hey, I you have. know what? This is my first time doing this. On no, 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 no. But going <laughs> over my team, it's not my team is not that good. For for our league that we're in, we have a we have a ten team league, Shane. So, no, I, I can't wait to face off with you. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get slaughtered, but it's gonna be fun. No, no, my team my team's not that good. Oh, you um, thought smack how you were gonna beat all of us? No, no, I did, and then when I drafted my team, I was like, oh gosh, nobody performs well. Um, and my pitching staff is strong. It's my, I also, I'm also hit with one, two, three, four, five injuries on my team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shane's got 20 guys in their league. Oh, yeah. We got, yeah, we got, tw- we got 20. That would make it real tough. Oh, it's, it's difficult because you, you really can't have a hyped up team. That's just Jordan's Mo hype. <laughs> All right, but, well, you got anything else you want to talk about tonight before we get out of here? 
Um, I will say the series with the Pirates should go as planned, hopefully. I hope. Um, we're at St. Louis, right? Yeah, we're in St. Louis. So it should go as planned. If it doesn't, what like if we lose the series? Depends on like how we lose. That, like what the hell happens? It depends on how we lose. A sweep. Okay, if it, is it a one game, one run game every game? And that just let's means say, let's say three. Let's say we were playing the Pirates like we were playing against the Braves. Those are how the games went. I'd be salty. What, what it's you... four games with Pittsburgh, by the way. Oh, we're doing four? Four. It's a four-game set and then a three-game set with Arizona. And then we're on the road for like ten days straight. Yeah, we're well, we're doing our West Coast travel. We're going to our Seattle. First one. Going to yeah. Seattle, going to LA, uh, LA, San Francisco, going to, and then coming back, and then uh, the Angels are playing us, so we get to see Otani in uh, St. Louis. One run game scores eleven to twelve. Um, if every game was like that, then I wouldn't. I can't get mad about that. I would um, because that's we get that's our pitch eleven to twelve. Our pitching giving up twelve runs. Eleven to twelve. That means everybody's pitching sucked. That doesn't matter. <laughs> We're playing against the Pirates. Pirates are a joke. I agree with you. But one run's a lot different to me than five. If I lose all three games by four or five runs, then yeah, I'm gonna be. You're gonna see a very angry Josh next week. Um. I hope Brian Reynolds doesn't eat because Brian Reynolds is one of the guys I wanted to go get in the offseason for Tyler O'Neill. Well, we still um, can get him. Not in, I don't know. That man but we'll see likes. what happens. We'll see what happens. Arizona, well, because we'll be have all of the Arizona game on next week while we're streaming. So you'll get my live reaction to what's going on. I'll get to see Corbin Carroll, so I'm looking forward to that. He's fun to watch. He looks like it. But that's all I got, man. That's all I got, too. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great week. I hope all of you out there have a great week. Um, guys in the comment section, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I know we went a little long. We had a little comedy discussion up front. Um, so thanks for hanging in there. Um, you know, Like, share, subscribe on uh, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Thanks again for coming on. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you message us. Let us know. Hit us up on that Twitter line. And uh, we're more than happy to discuss baseball with you back and forth. Uh, take care and have a great week.